Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Free Man and a Little Virus. This is week number four of season two and we're calling it 90s Kids Shows. So my name is Mark Cridlin, I'm the one that tries to hold it all together and I'm joined by our irregular comedians Mr. Paul Tingey and Adam Morrison-Jones. Those two kind of make it a little bit more funnier, which is good for a comedy podcast. So, in this week's show, we talk about sending a haggis to space, Earthworm Jim, and other old 90s TV shows that we used to watch. We've reminisced on that for quite a while. Um, We find out why Adam is called Adam, and that AMJ actually worked with Pingu back in the day. Yes. We also talk about Adam violently dieting and how that works. There's a mention of flammable candle holders... And The Masked Singer. We have a little update on that and uh, our thoughts on who is who. And then Paul has a uh, a little bit of a whinge about having his jokes stolen and comedy TV show ideas stolen. Uh, this week's story time wasn't really prepared very well. So Adam kind of blagged it. So eh, have a listen. Let us know what you think. You can always... Uh, email us podcast at musicalinsights.co.uk if there's anything you think we should be talking about in the meantime have a listen just sit back and chill for this week's free men and a little virus how are you boys i am very very good i'm all right thanks um I'm, i'm trying recording on my laptop tonight see if that stops me sounding so bad because whenever i listen back i think the sound quality of me is awful or is that just you do sound a bit better. everyone? Everyone does sound clearer. Yeah, and I'm also treating myself to a microphone next week um, because uh, hold the front page. Start with Paul's coming back. What? Yeah. Do they know? No, they don't know. <laughs> See, I would, I would record this using my um, Rode microphone, but that's downstairs in my. Uh, uh, attached to my desk for when I'm recording the rock out, and at the moment everyone else is having dinner downstairs, so uh, all you'd hear is um, them eating. So that's why I record upstairs, just using my phone. That's a bit of an odd one. You don't you don't want the sound yeah. of food over it. No. Sound of soup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that bloke from uh, Police Academy of all the sound effects I'm doing tonight. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, yeah, talking of food, actually, uh, do you know what uh, this week was special about this week? The uh, well, On the 25th of January, to be precise. Burns, Burns Night. night Burns Night. Burns. Uh, celebrating the life and works of national poet Robert Burns in Scotland. And do you know what they did very special this year to help celebrate it? No. It revolves around food. What's, did- uh, what specific food is special for... Scotland. That of Mars Bar. Apart from that. Haggis. Uh, haggis, indeed. Yes, the wild haggis. They have to catch them. Uh, yeah. They have many legs. Um, but yeah, this year, they 
actually sent a haggis to the edge of space. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was brilliant. The first time that haggis has ever been to the edge of space. And um, it was all the idea of Scottish butcher, butcher, put my teeth back in, Scottish butcher, Simon Howie. Uh, he worked with the space education and research film uh, Stratonauts, and they launched the the uh, popular 450 gram haggis, and they uh, they launched it using a weather balloon. I'll be honest, I, I was I was hoping um, that you was going to say Terry Butcher when you said but or, or Pat Butcher. No, launched, no she, what she done? She filled her earrings with helium. And sent the haggis up to the edge of the atmosphere. I want to know. But, but, but imagine them sat there going like, I really want to celebrate Burns Night this year. Yeah, me too, boys. What can we do? Right. We all love haggis, yeah? And what else do we love? Drinking? No, space. Let's send this haggis to space. That's the thing, because you couldn't get together and have big parties like normally. Yeah, they normally have big parties, yeah, lots of food and drink going around, uh, enjoying themselves and dancing, but not this year because of uh, national lockdown, of course, and uh, it's even more strict up in Scotland. So they, they said they had to come up with some idea of doing it. So, yeah, they attached a, uh, a special rig onto the weather balloon. It's, um, there's a nice picture of the haggis on the platform of this weather balloon and you can see it in space it's awesome 20 miles above the earth equivalent to four times the height of everest it got to that's insane and it just, yeah and it, it went up and do, do, stayed do, above scotland do, do, do. this is insane yes that was beautiful it was yeah. that peter andre it was peter andre his first was. hit in the UK. Mm. The, um, this guy, the, the, the butcher, said he wanted to start by lifting the spirits of the general public by lifting a haggis to new heights. It's just I, amazing. I, I've worked in the butcher trade. Well, I was a butcher boy when I was younger, but I, I, I can see how that happened. I, I've been in some of those weird conversations and they, they just love me. And it's like there was always yeah. some plan or something. And like I reckon that had come out of just a conversation of going, how do we boost up general morale? Haggis in space. Yeah, it came back down now and it came back down in still in Scottish lands. So it, uh, it actually hovered and they brought it back down. And uh, so I don't know whether they ate it afterwards. So it would have got very cold up there. Yeah, even, like kind of frozen it back down. Sure I would have thought that. Well, it was flying for two hours and 37 minutes and covered a whole distance of 52 miles, like, lengthways, not up. 20 miles up, but 52 miles across. Um, and it was, oh, no, I've just read this bit, actually. I didn't read this bit before. Um, it's now been safely transported back to the company headquarters where it will be preserved for years to come as the first haggis in space. Wow. And so hopefully not the last haggis in space. Was it in space or was it on the brink of space? One minute I'm hearing it's been sent to the brink of space. Next minute the first haggis mm -hmm. in space. What? I mean, I know the Muppets have been to space, but has the haggis? I don't think well, the haggis has actually been to space, has it? It's been it was very high up in the sky. Yeah, 107,000 foot in the air. 
it's probably the fastest haggis in the world as well, because when it came back down to earth, it was traveling at nearly 200 mile an hour before the, before the parachute opened up and slew it, slowed it down. Well, I don't know. Have you tried catching the haggis? Only once. No. They're too fast for me. They're too fast. Too fast for me, says DJ Critters. I love the idea oh, of Critters trying to catch a haggis. What, what, why yeah, am I yeah. picturing that level from Earthworm Jim, like trying to catch the puppies? <laughs> Earthworm Jim, haven't heard, haven't heard of him for a long time. Is That's he, a uh, reference. I, I really want Earthworm Jim to be around. He was one of those kind of cartoon characters where you just look at and think, this is bloody ridiculous, but well, it, it's great. My brother called Again. his penis after that. What, he called his penis Earthworm Jim? No, he just called it Jim. Because oh. it is long and thin. Yeah. Well, you so know what first... they say. Oh, what do they say? <laughs> what do they say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Earthworm Jim, uh, originally released in October 1994. And the latest release was Earthworm Jim HD on June the 9th, 2010. So 11 years ago. Well, to see it? if that's still around. Did you say 11 years ago? Mm. Yeah, seem long enough. It makes me feel a bit sick thinking that 2010 was 11 years ago. It was must right. more than 2010 it was released. No, that was no. the last, the, the HD version. 94 was the first version. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't listen to you. Oh, it made no, to me. Uh, how much better is it going to be in HD? He was a worm oh. in a spacesuit. It's not going to look like... Hang on a minute. Fuzzy or good? You can still buy the game on Steam. So if you got uh, Steam on the uh, PC, then you can still get it. And you can actually still get it on the Xbox Store, apparently. I am just yeah. downloading it now. Yeah, sea prices. How much is it? Sea no prices? Data... No, I'm on land. No data available on that website. That helps, doesn't it? Well, that's a good website, isn't it? <laughs> All the facts.com. I can't tell you anything. Yeah, I know nothing. <laughs> I'm from Barcelona. I know nothing. <laughs> I feel it's something we shouldn't quote. I, I just have this feeling in the back of my heart right now of going, <laughs> maybe, maybe don't quote that. I know nothing.com. Is that a thing? Whoa. Or gov.org, as it's known. <laughs> I know nothing.com. Um, it's available. How much? Maybe not. How much? You can, you can buy it. Uh, it's in US dollars. Now you can buy it for £4,899. Ooh. How much? £4,899. I'm sure you can get it cheaper. Right, let me. I'm going to look on store. Storm, Steam. Hang on, on store. Do you want a similar website to I know nothing.com? Is uh, babyfootlocker.com that's available? Why would you have baby feet in a locker? It's, uh, it's just a weird thing. It's babyfootlocker.com. Past the time, 15 pounds, 15 pounds for Jim. £14.99. Nice. But that is the 3D version. Ooh. I don't know. I don't want to. I, I, if you want to play like old school Earthworm Jim, you want to play it like 
like it was on the Mega Drive in the 90s. I want to picture myself eating Quavers and drinking Coca-Cola. Actually, I don't, because that has led to a lot of pain over the last few weeks. But I still Uh, like to remember the good times of fast food. Don't blame it about Good times. Blame Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim did it. He's very, very fine. Earthworm Jim is a hero of all time. Hang on, hang on. I wonder if this is going to come up. Is it going to work? Ooh. Can you hear that? Oh, is going to come up? Is it going to work? I don't know. I'm wondering if it's just the uh, the 8-bit version. It is. It's just the 8-bit version. <laughs> I thought you were time-travelling into the 80s then, Cridland, and that was, well, <laughs> I would never hear from you again. The soil heated cool. A super suited ball. She was just a dirty eating, chewing like the worm flesh. But all that came to a crashing end. <laughs> He's such a groovy guy. He rockets through the sky, frozen through the universe, and what the fun. Here comes Earthworm Jim, you know this is the mighty one. Look out! Earthworm Jim. That is brilliant. Does that bring back memories? Sing that, Paul. That was great. Like that, that made me feel like really good. Like I love those cartoon characters who never made it big but could have been massive. Earthworm Jim, Bucky O'Hare. I love Bucky O'Hare. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've not heard in years. He should have been massive. He had everything going for him. He was a rabbit. He was green and he wore a red suit. What more do you need? You don't need any more. You don't need that. He, he was a complete package. Street Sharks. I know, yeah. I'm too much of a fan of those. Uh, like a mice from Mars. Do you like know what a mice from Mars? Sharky and George. Oh, oh that was brilliant. Sharky and, and George. The Crybusters <laughs> of the Sea. Sharky and George are going to clean up mystery. I don't know. Oh, man <laughs> alive. Oh, look at Captain Bucky O'Hare. Oh, I'm going to get a tattoo of Bucket O'Hare now just to kind of remember him. It wasn't a bucket. No, Bucket O'Hare. Oh. I thought you I'm said... I'm not going to get a I'm tattoo get of a bucket a... of hair. I know yeah. I'm going bald, but there's some ways to tell me. <laughs> Memories. It's all tattooed in this bucket. Don't worry. Every bit of hair I lose, I add to the bucket of hair tattoo. <laughs> It's a weird <laughs> ritual sacrifice. Um, yeah, one show that I used to love, and uh, it's, it's making a comeback. Wait, what do you want to do to God? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. I, I was, uh, my friend and I were called Pinky and the Brain because he is skinny and I had a big, massive head. Oh, <laughs> I can see it already. <sighs> Brilliant. Do you know what? So, I, one of the greatest bits of comedy, I think, in my top 10 moments ever is in Animaniacs, where they ask one of them to think, to sort out, find the fingerprints, find the fingerprints. And they come back with the singer Prince in their arms. They went, no, fingerprints, <laughs> fingerprints now. And he just looks really <laughs> awkward. I went, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was so much, so much adult humour in Animaniacs. Unbelievable. But they got away with it. 
They um, did. Yeah, because their contracts are in their slacks. Yeah, and they yeah. paid for play contracts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see if you recognise this one. One Sunday with a woman and a baby was born in a cosmos. It is. Cat dog. Along the world was a little cat dog. I was gutted my mum and dad stopped cable because it meant I couldn't watch cat dog. Three years later, it comes to terrestrial. My life was made up again. Do you know what, though? That cat dog was weird. But I still don't. I I think if you had Delaman and Cat Dog, Cat Dog's weirder. It poses more questions. One I always thought: How do they go to the toilet? You know, did they they answered this. Did they? Eighties of the show, yeah. They said that what what happens off air before they come on screen to act is they um, whatever the cat's eaten, the dog throws up, and whatever the dog eats, the cat throws up. Oh, lovely! <laughs> That's grim. That's what I love about Nickelodeon stuff like Red and Stimpy and like Rocco's Modern Life, where they just <laughs> didn't care. There was no kind Red of and mind. Stimpy. Oh, Red and, Red and Stimpy. Stimpy's uh, coming back as well, apparently. Is it? Yeah, yeah. so I hear. I told you, the best Christmas present ever. Log. <laughs> Log. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, happy joy, joy, joy. Hey, up. So Long instrument. I think it's Probably is, you know. It's been so long since I since I heard it. Oh, I've, I've got the Ren and Stimpy log commercial here. Kid, you want a toy? Uh huh, uh huh. How about a bike? No. A video game? No! Well, okay. You pick a toy. Hmm, I want. Blog! Boy, oh, boy! <laughs> Yeah, oh, Captain Toast. Oh, dear. <laughs> Captain Toast. Oh dear, all these weird oh, old things. Man. You stupid, stinking idiot! You shouldn't call your dad that, though. I learned the hard way. <laughs> I had a similar moment to that as well, of like watching a Looney Tunes episode where one just said, "How about you shut your stupid yap." <laughs> and thought it was a good time to say that to my father during a very tense journey in the car where, where my mum had lost the directions. And he went, what should I do? And at the age of four went, maybe you should shut your stupid yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, dear. Can you remember Tim the Tall Man Taylor? Yeah. Yeah, Home Improvement wasn't that the name of the show. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, was indeed. Yeah. Or, or Tall Time. That's coming back. Yeah. Um, well, you know, in the title and during the, the in the title sequence, <laughs> at the end he goes, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. yeah. I remember once, whilst we was having dinner, sat around the table, 
my dad said something. It was actually quite a good joke, but we had just watched Tool Time, and um, I just went <laughs> like that. And he went, "How dare you be so being rude?" <laughs> and I went, oh, "I'm being Tim. I'm being Tim." At which point you went, "Oh yeah, that's quite funny." <laughs> now this was one of my favourites back in the day. Good old fun cats. Oh, I don't know who he's calling a ho. The, the Thundercats are all hoes, apparently. Because he went, ho! The oh. speed of the Puma, 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 Puma. Puma, Puma. And the masters of the universe. Yay! I am Adam. Prince Hello. Hello, Adam. <laughs> you know that? You, you... That's why I'm called Adam, because my dad wanted to call me He-Man. And <laughs> that was the compromise they came to. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. No joke, that is why I'm called Adam. Like my mum says it was because I, I was her firstborn son, but my dad swears down that was the compromise of me not getting a stupid name. Okay. <laughs> we, we, I, I we think it better if they called you Ant. Ant would have hey, would it be great to be He-Man Jones? <laughs> like I'd well, have to become a blues get, player. Get drunk and get on depot New Year's Eve. I'm going to do it. I'm yeah, why not? Bad Jones. You man. Oh. Ah, but then you'll have to get your fiance to change her name to She-Ra. She Ra. Or She Man. I say just change my surname. <laughs> she Man. That was a very different show. <laughs> I believe it was part of Euro Trash. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. The classics, eh? All the classics, they're all coming out. Well, if Euro, there's no need for Euro trash anymore, is there? You've got the internet. That was such oh. a weird thing to watch. I always remember, like, that used to be like the talking thing in school. Especially you watched it with your dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, having a conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's Pingu. He-Man. He-Man! Yep. Not Euro Trash. Shut your face. I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a horrible incident with Pingu once. <laughs> there he is. But you know where he says all those funny, like, that language he talks? It's called Pinganese. Really? I, I did a show once with Pingu. Like... And like, I, re- I learned all my lines. Dropping names everywhere. <laughs> Dropping names everywhere. <laughs> I, I didn't mind. The real pink. Yeah, the real pingu. I, 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 can't, I can't get sued again. So, but all my lines were like, oh, great to see you, pingu. How are you? And then he'd say, oh, that's great news. But in the script, it was written as that. So it never said what you actually meant. So it was like, good morning. And I was like, so I never understood a word he was saying. He just seemed to get very angry towards the end of it about a beach ball. And I'll be honest, during that performance, page eight of my script was missing. And I didn't have the heart to tell anyone at the time because I 
I used to be quite a quiet person and never learnt page eight and always used to blag through it. No one knew. No one knew what was going on in that. Apart from Pingu. Apart from Pingu. That's what he got angry about the beach ball, innit? Who is this stupid (laughs) And he took it out on the beach ball. He took it out on the beach ball when he was really angry at, at me. The beach ball, otherwise known as Adam. The Beach Ball, a.k.a. AMJ. That used to be my rap name. <laughs> the Beach Ball. I had a song called We Bursted. That was terrible. Uh, Bursting. La, 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 la. He's now dead. La, 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 la. You, you say that in a really upbeat way. Like, <laughs> like you're in an Oompa band. I am an Oompa Loompa man. Oompa band, not an Oompa Loompa band. <laughs> I have an Oompa man. What an Oompa He comes from Daddy's way, but what does he play? Oompa man. He plays. He plays Johnny Depp. Um. <laughs> what? Uh. Are you right, Paul? Are you right? <laughs> What does he play? He plays the Johnny Depp banjo string. Really wonka. Ah. Curly, curly, curly tree, curly tree, curly tree. That's just his pubic hair, pubic, pubic hair. I don't know where we go with but I'm glad we went no. there. Um, are we doing a, a story time with Dave this week? I I would like to. It, Dave now has a new home. Does he? He does indeed. He's been living with me here since we uh, since his first appearance. Don't know what you're going on about. I see. Uh, I've uh, I've uh, ruined the magic a little bit there. Let me let me. Yes. Good, good to see Dave still at home. Yeah. Well, he's he's on his his walk at the moment. Don't forget. Maybe well, just, just don't visit Scotland. You get in trouble know. like the prime They're minister. Confuse him as for a haggis up there. They're not trying to smoke him, but what Boris Johnson? But why is Boris Johnson trying to smoke him? There's, there's clearly a delay on this because like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just got confused for a moment there thinking that loads of Scots were gone there be Boris Johnson get your Rizzlers boys we're going in what's the time delay between Dover and Herne Bay about 25 years hey, hey. Hey. that. <laughs> it's longer than that oh uh, what a weird one um, so yeah, so when uh, when Dave comes back, is he out with Geraldine, or or is Geraldine out sitting on? Uh... <coughs> um, he's he's out with he's out with uh, Geraldine. They go for their walk together. Uh, well, he needs the protection, doesn't he? To be honest, I'm hoping uh, Geraldine's using protection more than Dave. They do, <laughs> especially with that neck. I I, I uh, haven't got a story ready in front of me. But I do have a copy of today's Metro newspaper, 
and an intriguing, an intriguing article about Debenhams and the last 242 years. Okay, what's intriguing about it? I thought that could be the story. I thought Dave might like to hear about Debenhams. What about you? What you about Debenhams? Oh, I didn't see. Already, already, pure gold. Let's just double check it doesn't get bleak. Yeah, that, that looks all right. <laughs> yeah, can we, can we, can we go, we do it? Yeah, we, we, we could, we could call the story. How about this? We call the story Dave Goes to Debenhams. Dave Goes to Debenhams. He's going to get a vaccine in Folkestone. Yeah. Not that Debenhams. Which that's Debenhams? a different different store. Which Debenhams is it? It is the well, it's about all the Debenhams. Oh, so it could be the one in Dover, uh, Folkestone. It, it, it could be. Oh, it's a weird. Glenn don't know what he's talking about, does he? So it's not. No. That... Evidently not. Yeah. Well, we we do it. Shall we do it now, or do you want to do it later? I'm ready now. You're ready Go now. On. So. Dave, do you know what Debenhams is? It's shop. It is. It's not just any shop. It's a high street retailer that opened its door over 242 years ago. Do you remember those days? I, I, I don't remember it. I, oh. I wasn't even born. Oh, I wasn't even gestating. Well, you wouldn't have been 242 years ago. It was so long ago, there was no Wi-Fi, there were no telephones, and there were no peanuts. No peanuts? No peanuts. There might have been, I've not researched that. But, sadly, this year, Debenhams went into administration. Oh, Paul has to do a lot of administration at work. Well, it's it's a similar thing, but sadly, when a shop goes into administration... It means it won't be able to trade anymore. What do you mean? It means it won't be able to sell any of its goods. This well, you didn't tell me this was a sad story. Well, I'm, I'm trying to keep it upbeat. I really am. I'll be honest, I only read the first line. So this was similar to what happened in 2008, where everybody who was born in England before the 90s remembers a place called Woolworths. Now, you oh, would like Woolworths, what? Dave. I've not, I've not seen one in ages. What happened to that? Uh, they, they too went into administration. Oh. Uh, but they, 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 because of the vast amount of pickamix that went missing. Boy, it was nothing to do with me. Uh, what? I didn't say there was anything to do with you. Dave, have you been stealing pickamix from Woolworths in the 90s? No. No, I have I've got nothing but respect for the pick and mix people. The pick and mix people. Yeah. The roses, as you like to refer to them. The quality street of humanity. The heroes. The celebrations of people. The cream egg elite. Is that how you like to refer to those people? Why not? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. You need me to die. I just thought I'd let you carry on. Yeah, so but, interrupt you. it's not like I interrupt you a lot. No, no, not at all. No, but the, the, the thing that's happened recently, Dave, is in the 90s, something took over the world. And what was that? Uh, Argos. 
very close. It was it's the internet. Ooh. The internet. What the internet is, you can get any information you want with just a click. Oh, oh, oh I wanna know where my mum and dad are. Well not maybe not that, Dave. Uh let's not delve too deep into that until we actually work out where they are. Could be a story of watership down. Oh, Make it look up, mate. Down. Oh. <laughs> what was that? The Bambi. Have you seen Watership Down? Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really good. Did it make you feel sad? There was a happy ending. What, in Watership Down? Yeah. Oh, no. sorry. Sorry. I'm thinking of a different film. What are you thinking of? Uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, that is very different ending to uh, Watership Down. What happens to Watership Down? Do Uh, they dance on chimneys? Yep, all dance. All the rabbits live a very long, happy life together. Does that include Bill and Brian, my friends? Yeah, yeah, they're all there, like all the rabbits. Like, Dave, they all just believe me, there's no need to watch it. There is no oh, need to. I don't know watch. what I'm reviewing for my film review next week. Nah, 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 nah. There's no need, Dave. No need. No need for you to watch Watership Down. You're going to watch Watership Down, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Dave? Yeah. Can I stop you from watching Watership Down? Well, you, you said it was brilliant. I did say it was brilliant, but sometimes grown-ups say things that they don't really mean because they're telling a little fib. Do you know what a fib is? Um, is, is that what Geraldine tells me to say when Paul asks her if she's been hanging around Benefit Bear and I have to say no? Exactly. It's like a little, a little purple monster who's quite cute. And sometimes you use it to do and get certain things and also to help with parenting. Sometimes you might say a little fib. Don't watch Watership Down. <gasps> promise? Um, I fib promise. Okay. I, okay, then. So Debenhams. Debenhams. What's happening tra- with Debenhams? Well, they tried hard to get online. They tried their hardest, well, but it didn't work. You just need to phone up BT, and they can put you on Wi-Fi. And Richard Herring's a big fan of BT, and they've not let him down. Uh, his fine friends, and well, he's done loads of stuff on the internet. He's twitching, his snooker games, his puppet shows. Oh, what leaves the place with puppets? When they're older, um, and 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 all those other things that he does, and he's up in the attic through two thick thick walls, and he's two stairs up. Wow, this Richard Herring seems like a really fine guy, and someone who would really get behind new up and coming talent. Yeah, I, I want to listen to a show for Hurstapa. Well, that sounds good. Listen Paul to Bates it now. In the car, over. is it Polish? No, sounds no. Polish. No, it was just called It used to be Richard Terrence, that's the Square Theatre podcast. There's that tour in it. He called it Rulistapa. And Google Chrome calls it Rulistapa. It's really funny. <laughs> it is indeed. A lot like this story. So, the sad thing about Debenhams, Dave, is... 
they've run out of peanuts. They've run out of peanuts. And also, it was set up like an old department store, and they never really oh, changed their uh, image. Uh, oh, uh, I didn't read the rest of this. I think they're the future. If it is the future. Yeah, and uh, out, moving on. Oh, did they did they all go dance on chimney tops? Uh, not quite. I think some of them might have done. Or they very high bridges. They uh, might have fallen down. <laughs> Dave, do you know what a redundancy is? Yeah, something that Paul was under threat with last year and it sent him into depression. Hey, there we go. Keep it light. Coming his friend. <laughs> Happy days, people. Happy days. Welcome to this feel good podcast. <laughs> Paul, where's Trevor? <laughs> depression. Who now has a talking elephant? Oh, jeez. But if it wasn't for the depression, we wouldn't have Dave the elephant. If it weren't for depression and redundancies, ask week. So basically, what Demonhams have done, Dave, is they've just given all their employees lots of sweets. So just just ask for redundancies next time. And baby elephants. And baby elephants. Oh, I can't wait. Paul's going to be so happy. When I tell him um, that, you know, if he got made redundant, he'd have got a load of sweets. He would have loved it. He's quite trim at the moment, is Paul. I must say that. Oh, thanks very much, AJ. You know, oh, lost, you've lost a lot of weight. You look good. Thanks very much. Oh, he, he still needs to lose a lot more, though. Yeah, that was an old photo you saw. It was an old photo, about twenty year old. It's only eight years since I since I was last thin. I was thin when I joined the radio show. We all were three takeaways and full of life, (laughs) dreams, ambitions, and kebabs, and kebabs, and the ridiculously massive pizzas that Pizza Sprint used to give us. Pizza Sprint, if you're listening. Send us three different pizzas to three different addresses. Oh, mate, this would be the worst thing yeah. could possibly One happen. Of them not there. even in Dover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drive to Hurton Bay to the person who's dieting quite violently at the moment. You and me, broken fan friend. How do you violently diet? Do you go, I'm not having that. No, he just takes a load of laxatives and he gets the violent diarrhea. You just just get angry at like not being well. That is well. That'd be an easier way of doing it. You just get angry at not being able to have anything, and then accept that it is your fault in the first place, and no one is to blame other than yourself. Look in the mirror and go, fat, fat, fatty, you're a disgrace. You need to lose some weight before you have a heart attack. Well, and if you get the COVID, it's going to be worse for you because it's worse for obese people. So lose some weight, you fat, fat, fatty. So Are you still yeah. working for the NHS, Dave? No, I've got a job in Smartens. <laughs> no one ever rings back. Hey! Because I do such a good job. Exactly, Dave, exactly. Oh, no. Yes. Did you, can you believe it? The whole button was all dusty when I joined. <laughs> ah. Oh, well, that, that, <sighs> that, that's the story of Dave going to Debenhams. 
Yeah, yeah talk of shops, I'm actually. Can't me going there. Oh. We just spoke about it. Should I make a story about me going to Debenhams? Yeah. One sunny day, I went to Canterbury, and I went to Debenhams and bought a T-Fair Actifry XL. And then I went home on the train. Story finished. Lovely. Well, so talking of shops. Yes. <laughs> um, you know the shop, Urban Outfitters? Oh, yeah. that down as well? No, no. But okay. they have made a bit of a faux pas. You personally, are you taking on Urban Outfitters? Have they, have they been um, cheating at golf and making false passports? Uh. No, no. Um, they made, uh, well, they've been selling um, some really nice looking candle holders. And they look really nice. But yeah. they're uh, dangerous. Us? They're dangerous. All, all candle holders are dangerous in the wrong hands. I've learned that the hard way. Dyspraxic hands. In the dyspraxic hands. <laughs> <hands. laughs> they cross MJ with the candlestick. I didn't mean to kill him. <laughs> I was just trying to put it out. That was the worst ever Chris Dingle service. <laughs> not, not only like getting knocked out with a candle, just the citrusy scent as well, and watching Dolly Mix slowly fall past your eyes. And especially when you're allergic to... Um, uh, Oranges as well. <laughs> oh, mate, that would be the worst one for you ever. Yeah. Just seeing the pews go up in flames. <laughs> Screaming family scrabbling for the exit. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so And people who have been brought to the church for the first time ever. Okay, you'll, you'll really enjoy this and just watch it. I don't even know what a Chris Dingle is. Why did they bring me? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, we have a laugh. We have a laugh. Any, uh, anywho. <laughs> this <laughs> week. That laugh from there, I know, is going to get cut a lot by critters. Like last week, after what Geraldine said, there was a good five-second gap between any before anyone spoke again. On the edit, <laughs> it was almost instant. Well done, Critters. That was very well edited. Oh, no. It had to be done. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, um, yeah, when you think of candlestick holders, yeah, the candlesticks, you're normally you're looking at like a metal or maybe even like a fine wood. Yeah. But um this Specific candle holders that make them look really, really pretty are made out of resin and oh. made in China. Oh. And they are highly flammable. That's oh, a bit that's dangerous, isn't it? Just a tad. So, yeah, they've had to do a, uh, a massive recall this week. So, if you did buy one of these uh, special, they look quite fancy, uh, resin candle holders from uh, Urban Outfitters, then uh, maybe take it back and say, give me my money back before you burn down your house. Because there yeah. was um, 
no one's been injured so far, thankfully, but there has been uh, property damage. Um, and they're saying that if, uh, if you do use them and they catch on fire, then it could be cause for personal injury. Yeah. I just... Uh, who do, like, that's the thing, like, why don't people just check stuff? Like, that, that must be something that, like... In the mind of anyone in health and safety going, is this candle holder flammable up there on the list of things to check first? You'd have thought so, but not in this case. I don't I don't work in health and safety for various reasons. Uh, just ask <laughs> anyone who I set off pyrotechnics around. But, man. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though. Do, do, who found that out? Uh, I don't know. It was uh, bugger whose house got burned down. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought. Do you know what? Uh, I always. Did you remember that period of time when all those houses burned down? It, it like the eighties and nineties. Wasn't me. It what? It what wasn't you? You always say that. It uh, was me. I, yeah, I thought you might be behind, be behind it. I caught you on just, the counter. It wasn't me. Who <laughs> forgot it on camera? Oh. I'm bang to rights now, then, ain't I? <laughs> you are. That's our charity single right there. I mean, oh. talking of charity. Yeah, talking of charity. Have we got any fundraising uh, information yet for for the uh, Dave the Elephant visualization? Oh, have we got anywhere oh, the video oh, yet? Oh, I, I don't think we're going to need the money now. Um, now that there's a big, cuddly toy that AMJ's brought down that used to be sold as merchandise as a mascot for me. I don't think we need the £500 now. I think we're all right, for we have some scissors. Yeah. And And, an elephant. And some tape. How long have we been doing this show that still it's got to the point where this scheme seems like the most ridiculous, cheapest thing we've ever done? Literally, like out of everything in, in the the eight years of this show, this this j- just I don't know. It, it blows my mind, but it is going to be brilliant. But at the same time, I'll be honest. I think the cheapest thing that I've ever seen this show do was at the Christmas light switch on, and we was all shouting at the burger van, going, "Make sure you go there, and if anyone goes by there, why don't you buy your host's one?" And then after yeah. two hours of us doing this, the one of the people who was working in there actually brought us the rolls over and said, thanks, loads of people are coming to us now you keep mentioning us. Uh, <laughs> we we loved nice. it, didn't we? I, I don't think anyone could ever like, say this show didn't always have a kind of like, right, we're going to make out of this. And we've made nothing but... apart from... Um, Potential diabetes, I think. Well, I think that was definitely on its way. I already got it. Uh, I'm not far off. He runs in the family. Runs in the family? Shame no one like anyone. Apart apart from your violent dieting. (laughs) My violent (laughs) dieting. I, I, this, this is I can still I... imagine this as a, we can have this as a little sketch of violent dieting. I'm not eating that fucking burger. <laughs> it's not far <laughs> off. I generally got angry. Give when me that carrot now. Uh, okay. but 
I don't want to know a bloody rice cake. Someone comes up with you with a hot dog and you just punch him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I I generally got angry today and I'm ashamed at this on so many levels. Where's the quinoa? It wasn't far off. It was looking at a Mars bar. I figured, that's 50 calories more than a naked bar. Why would I eat this? And you know when you're going in your head going, shut up. I actually heard Paul saying, shut up, you ponce. Okay, if that's the thing that annoys you in life, then grow up. <laughs> I was... It's not like uh, quail's eggs are much less calories than, uh, than <laughs> chicken eggs, of course. like that, of going like, <laughs> it's like you're a privileged man. Like, make them, like, just, just remember that on times of getting angry that you can't eat a Mars bar because you've made yourself fat. <laughs> I tell you, chai, chai <laughs> seeds are... Uh, Chai seeds are quite good. You know, if you have uh, you have chai tea, if you have a lot of chai tea, uh, it makes you shit yourself. So you uh, you lose weight that way. Is that what chai seeds do? It helps with digestion and that, doesn't it? Shut so I found that. that out the bad way by having lots of chai tea in one day and then spending the next day on the toilet. <laughs> the seed is when you was a coach driver going to London. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, he was working in the toilet warehouse at the time. <laughs> Being cute looked like a mess. <laughs> you, don't do it. Don't be a it. You know? Can you remember when um, the Dover uh, B and Q burnt down? Yeah. Yes, because it was just down the road from me, and uh, and me and my mates, including uh, Nathan, all jumped on our BMXs and rode down there. To watch it, to cover we, the evidence. We could, we could see that from where my mum and dad lived. Um, we well, were watching it from, away from saying it, weren't you? And and you know what? Um, I, was, I was about seven or eight at the time, maybe even younger. And when it was burning, I went because the, they just launched their slogan: "You can do it when you're being cure it, like you can do it when you BBQ it." Oh, that's some good stuff. And and about five years ago, they started doing that for their barbecue ranges. I was livid. I was like, that was such an original idea. No one else could have ever thought of that. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day when I was uh, watching a stand-up comedian, um, Jack Whitehall, thinking, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard these jokes before. I can't watch him anymore after knowing that. Sure. Uh, and yeah. He's, he's uh, what? I don't know, just checking you were still there. I thought, I thought, I thought you just hung up. He's just, he's raging in the corner, swinging back and forwards, going, hey, my jokes, my jokes, my jokes. Oh, I think I might have to step in here. Uh, Paul's had to go towards the sink and, and splash his face with cold water because he, he's getting a bit cross. I don't I, It's weird, though, isn't it? Like, to, to see, like, some of your stuff be nicked. It just, I can't figure out, and especially when it's someone doing really well. Like, I've seen my stuff done nicked by people. Done nicked? I've seen, I've seen my stuff being done by I other people. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that, that man, yeah, it's horrible. There's nothing worse than joke theft. He's a boss. There's some things worse than joke well, theft. Well, I mean, yeah, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something worse. He stole my material. <laughs> Think back to the Mars bar moment, Adam. Think back to the Mars bar moment. 
He stole my material. Help, help. I'm being attacked. Never mind that. Jack Rightall stole my material 12 years ago. Did you, did you, did your comment the other day on a certain Facebook group, on a, a certain comedy Facebook group, where that bloke posted, someone stole my idea of filming a sitcom backstage in a comedy club, which everyone has said ever. And then you, like, literally, I, were you doing that on the wind up or not? What about um, what happened to me? Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Come on, was, we want to know now. Right. It was like one of those moments, like, of going like, one, I think this did happen, but two, this is like just rubbing salt into the wound of the guy as well. <laughs> it was good. It was it was just beautiful. Like You could probably tell it better, Paul, because you, you wrote it. Well, I'll let, I'll, I might load up the Facebook um, status just to make sure I don't, um, you know, get it all wrong. So, AMJ, go on. You, you, you let them know about what the guy was saying. So, this bloke, there's a comedy forum where, like, comedians post stuff. Usually, if you've got a gig and you need a comedian, you say, oh, I've got a gig Friday night. Uh, if, if anyone's free and would like to perform, there you go. But nine out of ten Everyone's times, free at the moment. well, exactly. But nine out of ten times, it's just turned into arguments with comedians and people who haven't been out. And this guy posted, a "Certain comedy club has stolen his idea of filming a sitcom based in a comedy club, and this really long-winded thing." And I looked through the feed, and nothing made me more happier than seeing Paul Tiggy and a list of comments <laughs> underneath it. Uh, what did Paul Have write? Have you found it yet, Paul? Um, what What did I write? Amazingly, it's taken me all the way back to 2019 and not most recently. It's great, that, isn't it? Right, let's change it to most recent, then, I'd have, and then I'm bound to have found it. Um, good old Facebook. Good old Facebook. Uh, well, basically, he was moaning about... he come up with an idea. Um, so I come up with an idea about a sitcom... Um, which was a bit like a mockumentary. The Office was popular at the time. Um, yeah, The Office was popular. Operation Good Guys, I was really inspired by that. And I worked in the supermarket. So I wrote a mockumentary about a supermarket. A little 10, 15-minute pilot. Sent it off to about six or seven production companies. One of them got back, said, really like it. Can you write a complete pilot episode, please? And uh, two episodes. Um, and and we want um, to see where the characters are going. We want full character brief. Done all of that. Got very close to being commissioned. And at the last moment, they changed their minds and said, we don't think this has got much legs in it now. Um, it's too much like The Office. Um, so, okay. Took that on the chin. And guess what? A few months You later, went and got trolleyed. Yeah, trolleyed came on the telly. But it was nothing <laughs> like my idea, apart from it was set in a supermarket. What rotters. Um, and, yeah, because it was funny. Well, yes, that as well. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then somebody else put on that there's the, the new American one. That's on. Superstore. Superstore. And I put, right... Get my lawyers on the phone. 
having a little jibe at the guy who was so enraged that um, somebody had dared to do something that really, really, really isn't an original idea. But that's the thing with ideas as well. Like eventually, someone else will come up with it a similar kind of thing. Because like that's the thing is if you don't grab hold of an idea and do anything with it, you're never gonna. It's never gonna be your idea because you've yeah. let it go. Like it's that thing. But it was just, yeah. It it just really really brightened my day seeing you in that news feed, and I thought I could do my usual. Oh, tagging in with something else. There was one the other day. I... <laughs> Another podcast using that. I'm going to be upset because that's that's definitely us. Oh, mate! Uh, did, did I play you the rock version of that that my mate made? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. He, he's recently yeah. done the theme to uh, oh, what's it called? Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe, but the nineties one. Mm. Lion and Chicken. Yes. Well done. I wasn't even near it. Just turned into a game show all of a sudden. Yes. Yes. This is Art Attack. How did you guess that? Art Attack. I know that one. That's made quite Uh, a few appearances on this show. It has. Yeah. This is an Art Attack. All right. Yeah. Here's one. Adverts. Bleeming adverts first. One of my first sketches uh, ever was called Heart Attack. And it was like, this is a heart attack. This is a heart attack. Yeah. Again, someone having an unoriginal idea. There you go. Yes. And of course, the yellow twin lives just down the road. Really? In between. Yeah, uh, Hawkins. Does she go shopping on a little (laughs) go-kart? I'd love it if she did. She's probably old enough to own one of those go-karts now. <laughs> oh, it always looks so much like fun, but at the same time... Well, of course it did. It's called Fun House. <laughs> what, what a stupid bloody thing to say. It always looked like fun on Fun House. What a oh, bellend. Fancy that. Get old Pat Sharp. Oh, Pat Sharp was mentioned on uh, The Masked Singer last weekend, wasn't he? He was. And he was on the wheel at the weekend. I uh, I applied for the wheel on Monday. Michael McIntyre TV programme. Oh, I've not seen that. Probably the only person in the world that hasn't. It's good. I don't watch a lot of TV. The only TV show I really watch is uh, The Masked Singer at the moment. The rest of the time, it's uh, films and that we have on. I've got to say, say, Masked Singer front, I've got the last three people who have left. Mm, I didn't get this the last Saturday, so I did not get that one. It, that was a real shock to me. Really? Only when he went back out. Yeah, when they went back over the clues, and I went, "Oh yeah, of course he is." Really? I I kind yeah, of I like. I didn't get that one. I uh, I it was in the guesses, but it wasn't my final guess. Mm. See, he he didn't come up into my guesses until right at the end. Yeah. Um, it was I I was uh. I was for a moment convinced he was Matt Lucas because he had such a good singing. Yeah. And he's dressed as yeah, a baby. I, I was, 
I was pretty sure it was Matt Lucas, and then it was like there was other clues that come up, and it's like no, maybe it's not, and it's oh. nah. still confused about the um, uh, oh crap. There's uh, there's a couple that I'm pretty sure on. One I'm definitely sure on, and uh, AMJ, you've, you've you've agreed. The the sausage. I think we all know who the sausage is. Who is oh, it? Sheridan Smith, without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Def- Definitely Sheridan Smith. No, uh, wrong. everyone seems to know who the blob is because it's so easy. Well, we were singing at the hotel, motel, Holiday Inn, Premier Inn. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> and he's purple. Yeah, although he's not actually purple. If you look closely, he's not purple. Ah, not the actual man. Oh, Columbo over there. <laughs> there, there's a spin-off series. I can't I solve mysteries with Dave. <laughs> oh my goodness! There, oh, private investigator Dave. Here I am. I've come to investigate what's gone wrong. Are you a naughty boy or are you a good boy? Will we I could call it? And or will I put him in cuffs? Naughty boy. I could call it Columbo and Dumbo. Columbo and Dumbo. That's racist. <laughs> oh, Could fact. you imagine one of the scenes going, it seems like they were murdered, raped, and left for dead. What do you think, Dave? Oh, I think he fell over of the bath soap and that lubricated his bumhole and the baseball bat went up there by accident. We're in the woods, Dave. You can imagine, you can imagine Dave the Elephant walking inside next to Columbo. It could be like in Roger Rabbit. Uh, just one more question. Yeah? I'll practice my Columbo. So we could do like good cop, bad cop. I'll be bad cop. You, why would you be bad cop? Because I'm a mean mother... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to say good night, boys and girls. Oh, it, 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 it has felt a bit kind of like high energy. We've been in this lockdown too long, this one. But Columbo and uh, Dave, Columbo and Dumbo this time. Where's the body? Tell me where the body is. Oh, I'm going to smash your skull like I'm going to smash this peanut shell. He means it. He's done it before. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Yeah, do it now. I'll <laughs> you with my trunk if you don't start talking. You will. Here's the reason Nelly left. <laughs> oh, dear. I think, I think, I think, yeah. We, we leave the idea of Columbo and Dumbo in uh, in people's minds until next week. Can you can you just like to end the show now? Whatever you think it's gone a bit too far, <laughs> just play the play days theme, and then we will just stop it. It's a new rule. That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's inside of the lollipop? Bye bye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. And don't forget. Look out for your elders and make sure they're safe. Lock your doors 
or the bad guys will get you. But I'll get them. Musical Insights.